Hello, my loves. Welcome back to Spiritually Connected, the podcast where we talk about witchcraft, spirituality, healing, and the strange and paranormal. I haven't done an episode in my tarot series on this podcast in a hot minute, so I wanted to provide that for you guys today. Um, In case you don't know or you haven't listened to this series, basically every episode of this kind of mini-series that I have on my podcast, I deep dive into the like one tarot card and its meanings and all of its like correspondence and what all the symbolism means and colors and numbers and all kinds of things i just do like a deep dive into that card um right now we are on the lovers card last time we did the hierophant card um and we're just working our way through the major arcana right now we're having a good old time um the symbolism i'm going to be talking about is based on the rider weight tarot deck um because obviously every tarot deck is different, but the Rider Waite is kind of seen as like the blueprint for a lot of um, tarot readers um, and occultists. So yeah, we're going to be talking about the Lover's Card, which has a lot more to it than just romantic relationships, which is what I see people talking about the most with this particular card. Before we get started on this episode of Spiritually Connected, I wanted to remind you guys that I don't get paid for this podcast, so if you'd like to send tips, they're always greatly appreciated. My Venmo and my PayPal, as well as some instructions on how to tip in the best way possible, are in the description of this podcast episode, as always. Anything helps just to keep the podcast supported and sustainable, but without further ado, let's get right into it. Okay, so, right off the bat... Um, The lover's card stands for, obviously, love, relationships, unity, unions, partnerships, but it also can represent things like choices and balance and harmony. Y'all, start, like, get your drinks ready, because literally, like, take a sip every time I say balance is key. Like, that's... (laughs) For those of you who don't know, I have this, like, running joke on my podcast, because I say balance is key, like, every two seconds on here. When I talk about spiritual shit, um, which is like the majority of what I talk about on this podcast. And so this episode in particular, I'm going to be saying balance is key a lot. So so (laughs) be warned if you're going to be annoyed by that. Um, If you're playing the little drinking game and you're over the age of 21, thank you very much. I'm not encouraging underage drinking, but if you're of age, take a shot every time I say (laughs) every time I say balance is key and then you will be blackout um by the end of the episode so you're welcome um i'm kidding please don't do that (laughs) anyways but it does represent a sort of balance um between two forces and i feel like a lot of people don't recognize the less well-known meanings about the lover's card as often especially because it can represent like choices or decisions or different paths that you choose to go down um the hebrew letter that's associated with the lover's card is zane i believe i'm pronouncing that correctly hopefully um it has a value of seven um and the word itself means weapon or sword um which is really interesting when we consider that the lover's card is about balance and at times even about love and in the suit like in the suit of swords in the tarot deck um specifically it's associated with air energy but it tends to be seen as a very hostile suit like it seems to be it a lot of people get freaked out when they see swords cards um because they can be really like challenging in a lot of different scenarios so it's interesting that the lover's card um represents like the corresponds with a sword knowing that the swords of the tarot are often seen as like a sign of conflict or a sign of like difficulty but that's just a little thing that i noticed um what else is interesting is the fact that the sign of gemini is the one that's associated with the lover's card my sign Ah! 
I'm a Gemini sun and Venus, and I think that it's great, and I love being a Gemini, but the lover's card is the Gemini card, um, and I think that's really interesting because, again, the suit of swords in tarot is associated with air signs, and Gemini is an air sign. So I just think that's interesting. Um, but spiritually speaking, the sword represents mental focus and clarity. But when relating specifically to the lovers um, and the Hebrew correspondent of Zayn, it shows diversity, contrast, distinction, dividing, separation, and discrimination. Um, now, I feel like it's important to tell y'all I'm not talking about discrimination like the oppression of people. I'm talking about just being able to tell the difference between two different things. Like, but like recognizing differences. I'm not talking about oppressive discrimination um, when I say discrimination. But anyways, um, the, the lover's card is number six in the major arcana. Sixes are known in numerology for nurturing, loving, charming, healthy energy, and are also really heavily associated with destiny, um, which makes a lot of sense when we consider the fact that the lover's card often represents choices that we need to make along our own journey. You guys know personally that I believe that our destinies are always a choice, and not always a choice, but like, I believe there is divine intervention, but I also believe that we are conscious and able to make our own decisions, and the universe will create a path based off of the decisions that we make, if that makes sense. So I think that's really interesting. And then, again, the the Hebrew letter Zayn corresponds to seven, um, which sevens tend to represent things like mystery, knowledge, intuition, and, like, inner wisdom. Um, very, like, Scorpio-type energy, but that is associated with the Hebrew letter, not necessarily with the card, so keep that in mind. Um, every tarot card has a sense, one of the five senses, assigned to it smelling um is the like sense that is associated with uh the lover's card um air signs are known to be very perceptive um and a sense of smelling is really really good for high perception so i suppose that makes sense um on the cube of space which is a sacred geometry tool that we use um when discerning what areas um the tarot cards belong into um the direction that the lover the lover <laughs> the lovers fall into is east above um which should i almost just said suggest <laughs> which suggests um the working together of a subconscious power of kind of creative imagination and the self-conscious power of acute discrimination so it's again finding a balance between these two separate energies between masculine and feminine between intuition and logic like all these things just finding that harmony um is really key for the east above quadra quadrant of the cube of space. Um, the zodiac correspondent of the lover's card, once again, is the twins, the Gemini. Um, the name of this sign alone, the twins, suggests duality and division and other ideas relating to the kind of meaning of the letter in the first place which was the sword um it's difficult to tell twins apart so therefore this requires discrimination and discernment again the word discrimination has negative connotations but it like i'm using it simply as a term to represent like recognition and understanding of the difference between one thing and another i'm not talking about oppressive discrimination i would never encourage that y'all know this shit um 
Gemini is ruled by the planet of Mercury, which represents communication, intellect, and wit. Um, Mercury is sometimes personified as the Egyptian, or in Egyptian mythology, as the jackal-headed Anubis, um, representing discernment and etc. Um, because the jackal um, Anubis has a very keen sense of smell. The the animal, the jackal. Um, Anubis is an Egyptian god who has the head of a jackal, I believe, and the jackal is very well known for its, like, very intense sense of smell, which, again, corresponds to this card, so that's interesting. Um, Gemini governs the lungs, the collarbones, the shoulders, the arms, and the hands, um, which are all parts of our bodies that come in pairs, um, which is said to represent Gemini's duality, balance, and harmony. Um, Gemini is also associated with the color orange and the musical note D natural, which I could not sing for you or play for you if I tried. Um, <laughs> I should hire someone like just to come on my podcast and like play the musical note that every one of these tarot cards is <laughs> corresponding to. Not that it would help that much, but like it'd be fun. If anyone has perfect pitch and just wants to come on my podcast purely for that, let me know. Hit me up. My, uh, my socials are in the description as always if you want to just come onto my podcast for like 30 seconds to play a musical note and then leave like i'm down like you're welcome um each tarot card has a mode of consciousness attached to it and the lovers is associated with dis- disposing intelligence um the literal meaning of this term dispose is to place apart along with to organize distribute assign and divide as a result we see this awareness style being linked to analysis which is suggested in the meanings of the sword as well as classification planning organization and modification this is reflected in our disposition with the right discrimination that one may alter their disposition, if that makes sense. Um, the Lovers is often seen as an unusual title for this card by many occultists. Um, many refer to this card as the Two Paths um, and mention that earlier iterations of the symbology actually have a man standing between two female figures that represent vice and virtue instead of um, one male figure and one female figure and an angel. Um, the design of this card makes it very clear makes a very clear reference to marriage um, in addition to its deeper significance Um, so it makes sense as to why people look at the lovers and they're like oh relationships they're in love Um, because that's true but it also goes deeper than that Um, the blend of opposing yet complementary modalities um, like different parts of existence is really alluded to in the title and in the symbology of this card which I think is something that makes it so fascinating to me just the the combination of several different energies um is really incredible to me Okay, so I get asked a lot. I do not offer free readings or spell work. However, I do offer inexpensive and accurate tarot, palm, astrological chart, and oracle readings. Oh, and aura readings, sorry. Um, My prices start as low as $5, and I cover all kinds of things in my readings, so DM me on Instagram at spiritualconnectedreadings to book a reading. No numbers, no punctuation. Again, that is at spiritualconnectedreadings on Instagram, and I will not message you first for a reading. Please do not fall for the scammer accounts. Thank you. 
<laughs> okay, now this is my favorite part. We're going to talk about some symbolism. Y'all know that I love my symbolism. I have a whole series on my Patreon just about like symbolism and witchcraft. Um, let's discuss. So in the lover's card, there is a sun overhead in the card, which holds a very similar meaning to what the sun represents in the fool card. It is a great light source. It is a radiant energy um, where all creatures derive their personal life forces from. Um, in this particular card, it is usually yellow or golden instead of white for purity to show um, an actual physical sun. That is where we draw our energy in life. And yellow is also said to be associated with both Mercury and the sign of Gemini. Um, ageless wisdom and potential consciousness are huge um, important like aspects of the sun symbolism in this particular card. The sun is not merely a center of physical force um, or a thing in the sky, it is the body of a being as well as a spiritual symbol when it comes to this card. Uh, Raphael is the angel that is present in the lover's card standing between the two figures. Um, he is attributed to air and like to the two air signs in general and specifically to the sign of Gemini. I actually work with Raphael on occasion. Um, he's incredible. We love him. But um, he is also connected to the fool um, since in this sense he represents this kind of super consciousness. Um, he has a yellowy skin tone which is associated with mercury and air um, and also suggests a like airy type intellectual aura to him. Um, in the Rider Waite version of this card, the angel wears violet, which is the complementary color of yellow, um, showing again that duality, that harmony between those two opposing forces. Um, he is surrounded by car- why did I just say cars? <laughs> He's surrounded by cars in the lover's card, as you know. No, he's surrounded by clouds, uh, which again ties into the air symbolism of this card even further, and his hands are lifted um, to the highest stream of consciousness, and his power flows down through those hands to the figures below. Um, the mountains in the distance of this card have several spiritual implications. Mountains often represent the god's dwelling place, as well as calling in the duality between the heavens above and the earth below. Again, balance is everything balance is always everything <laughs> um but anyways the man shown in the lover card is said to be the biblical figure of adam who is also said to be the magician in the magician card um the woman is said to represent eve who is also the high priestess and the empress of the tarot um the tree bearing 12 fiery fruits um is a representation of the zodiac and the 12 signs of the zodiac because astrologers divide each sign into three halves or decanates each flame on the fruit is triple each flame has three little like flames coming out of it um because the zodiacs are are uh they're <laughs> put into like three separate groups um Behind Eve stands the Tree of Knowledge, which bears five fruits that represent the five human senses. Um, and then up the tree is climbing the, quote, Serpent of sen Sensation. The serpent also represents wisdom and redemption for some people. Um, for more Christian, like, traditionalist values, it could represent the devil. Whatever. Um, the woman who is looking towards... Okay, so the woman is looking towards the angel in the Rider Waite tarot deck lover's card, um, which is representing a woman's higher consciousness and a woman's intuition and the divine feminine con like 
connection to the subconscious um and the man is looking at the woman which represents a more divine masculine focus on earthly desires and logic um which are often seen as these like masculine traits um in order for you to live in harmony you have to balance both masculine and feminine and i really enjoy the fact that both of those elements are present in the lover's card um and that is something that the lover's card just consistently reminds me of. And another thing that I think is really, really interesting um, with the lover's card is the lover's card and the devil card are set up very, very similarly. And this is said to be like purposeful because it's the same figures in both. Um, the, the progression from the lover's card to the devil card um, show how that how like real love can turn into something darker and something more obsessive and something like unhealthy um because in the lover's card they're simply roaming around the garden of eden um and in the devil card they are chained down in their place um but it's still the same figures so i think that's a really interesting representation of how love can turn into obsession or addiction and all these things um which i think is very interesting do you want to learn more about witchcraft and divination? Do you want exclusive spell tutorials that you can't find anywhere else from a five-year witchcraft practitioner? Do you want input and features on this podcast? If any of these things appeal to you, you should subscribe to my Patreon. Go to Patreon. Go to Patreon.com forward slash Greta Chapkin and subscribe today. Again, that is Patreon.com forward slash Greta Chapkin. Okay, so conclusion. The lover's card is about so much more than just love. It's about balance, it's about unity, it's about distinguishing the different paths that we have the potential to go down, um, all these different things. I have received the lover's card so many times in my life, um, <laughs> and I genuinely, like, I don't know if it's just the, the Gemini in me, but I love the lover's card. My, the lover's card is, like, my favorite card ever, um, besides the sun, because y'all know the sun is my, like, actual, like, all-time favorite tarot card, but I love the lover's card. I think she's incredible. Um, I love the symbolism of it all. I, the, the times that I remember pulling the lover's card, they've always been right. Like, I've never, <laughs> I've never had a reading with the lover's card where it didn't end up in a situation of love or unity or harmony or focusing on those kinds of things. So I just think that it's a card that I connect with very heavily. Um, I think the lover's card really reminds us that love has to be a balance between forces. Um, love cannot be only one thing. And I think the, the whole thing of like, oh, opposites attract, like it's it's so over overdone and oversaid, but at the same time, it does hold some truth to it. Um, if you're the exact same as someone, then you won't have um, forces to balance each other out. And then that ends up being too much of one thing instead of in a harmonious relationship so when you're looking for love like don't look for people who are exactly like you look for people who um they can be similar to you but they also need to have opposing forces to some degree so that you can live a harmonious and growth filled relationship instead of just staying in the same place that's another thing is these oppo opposing forces push each other to grow and to learn and to evolve in the best way possible and so I think that's really important when it comes to relationships and shit like that I could like y'all know I could do a full episode about my love life but I really don't <laughs> I really don't want to do that for risk of people getting mad at me. I already got a call, or I got three calls at like two in the morning the other night from no caller ID, and I'm just like, did I say something on the podcast to piss someone off? 
<laughs> like did someone get mad at me because I, I I share too much on this podcast can't even lie to y'all but um I could definitely do more episodes about like love and shit like that I would love to do that if you guys want that if you're interested in that um but anyways that's pretty much all I have for you guys today sorry this episode was a little bit shorter um all of my socials are in the description of this podcast as always um in case you want to follow me anywhere else I post content a lot of different places um you can get a reading with me you can go on my patreon and learn some stuff um I'm also selling enchanted necklaces right now i make jewelry but i make it with like intention and i enchant the jewelry so whoever wears it can embody that intention um and i still have i believe three necklace designs um available two are sold out but i believe that i still have three necklace designs available on my etsy so check that out um the link will be below as always um i hope you guys enjoy them there's one that i think is super gorgeous and has like this gorgeous heart pendant um so if you're in if you're in the mood for love for cuffing season and you want to get some more love and passion in your life I would recommend checking that out before it sells out so yeah I hope you all have an amazing day night whatever it may be for you um subscribe to the patreon book a reading with me etc I hope you know that you are so loved and I appreciate and adore each and every one of you and I hope that you have a wonderful day blessed be my loves